Are you a crappy partner, crappy wife, crappy husband, crappy mate? This podcast is for you. Give yourself the gift of self-awareness. Learn new skills. Take the time to assess your partnership, marriage, relationship, etc. So how are we going to do this? Start by taking the Crappy Mate Quiz. The quiz can be found on our website, www.crappymate.com, on Pinterest, Crappy Mate, Instagram and Facebook, Crappy Mate Podcast. We will dedicate episodes to discussing the quiz topics. In further episodes, we will be exploring common problems, the speed bumps that occur in relationships. Also, we will introduce time-tested skills and helpful hints to enhance your relationship, and we invite you, our listeners, to contribute your thoughts, questions, or concerns regarding relationships. Welcome to the Crappy Mate Podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Vance Barnes, MD. I'm a board-certified general psychiatrist with 25-plus years in psychiatry. I have treated patients in a variety of settings, both inpatient units, outpatient units, partial hospitalization units, as well as detoxification programs and rehabilitation programs. And I've had a private practice for many, many years. And I'm Barbara Quaid, a marriage and family therapist. I also have over 25 years experience working with families, individuals, and couples. And my life as a therapist has been both humbling and joyful. Before we get started, I'd just like to talk about our disclaimer. The Crappy Made podcast is designed to be a useful tool to help individuals and couples have happier and healthier relationships. This podcast is not a substitute for individual or couples therapy, and as always, relationships need to be safe. Seek professional help as needed. The Crappy Mate podcast was developed out of hearing years and years of stories and accounts from patients in therapy about their mates and themselves actually being crappy mates and poorly behaving within the relationship. And so this concept was then developed into a podcast of how can we help people to actually improve upon their relationships. And so in order to do this, we developed a quiz. And the quiz, we really thought about some concepts that we thought were important in a relationship. And so the Crappy Mate quiz ended up being a 10-question self-scoring assessment that can be found on our Facebook page. And our Facebook page is aptly named The Crappy Mate Podcast. And along with the quiz, you will find a glossary with the terms we used both in the podcast and on the quiz. And this is so we can all be on the same page. Now, to score the quiz, you will read each question carefully and then ask yourself, do I do this Almost always, sometimes, or almost never. And when we thought about this, the scoring is like this. Almost always is worth three points. Sometimes, two points. And almost never, one point. So once you have your total points, you add them up. And a score of 10 to 17 clearly indicates that one needs improvement. A score of 17 to 24, one has a degree of awareness, but improvement can still be beneficial. And a score of 24 to 30, one is aware, insightful, and acting in a positive manner as it pertains to the relationship.
our question for today is, am I honest with myself and others? And so we have a working definition for honesty. Honesty, honor, integrity means uprightness of character or action. Honesty implies a refusal to lie, steal, or deceive in any way. Well, thank you for that, Barbara. I think today's topic is a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart because I feel like honesty in a relationship and honesty within ourselves really is the foundation of of really any healthy relationship and especially romantic relationships and actually it's it's important for the relationship that we have with ourselves because we want to be honest with ourselves about our positives, our negatives, the things that we need to change, things that we need to let go of. So I think that honesty is an important topic to discuss here today. And let's talk further about it. For most people, trust and security actually comes from honesty in a relationship. So that when one is not honest with themselves or with their mate, partner, spouses, etc., the relationship is constantly being undermined and threatened. And, you know, we, I guess we can ask questions about this. Yeah, well, Dr. P, I'm going to ask you a question. What about those little lies or those little white lies? I hear these all the time in therapy. Yes, I would agree with that. I hear that as well in therapy a lot. And, you know, the little lies are still lies and they're still not truths. And I think that it's important to realize that, you know, lying and honesty, to me, it, it reminds me of, of being pregnant, right? You can't be a little pregnant. You can't be a little honest. Um, and so it's important in my mind that people, even for the small things that they think are, are perhaps going to hurt someone or they're going to affect the relationship in a certain way, it's important to always be our authentic self and to be true to ourselves and to be true to the relationship. And that means that honesty has to come first. Okay. But I also hear that there is, there is lying by omission which really means you're not giving the whole story or any of the story. Yeah, lying by omission is that way of lying by not saying you're lying in some ways. So, But lying by omission can be seen in so many forms, right? And, and some of the forms that we have for lying by omission are not disclosing our financial information, for instance, you know, about our past debts or our past spending habits, et cetera, or things that we owe, not disclosing even past history. And this comes into play, especially with romantic relationships, because there may be sex involved. And it's important to know one's past history in terms of their sexual activities. Not disclosing the use of, for instance, certain substances, both illegally and, and those are prescribed, you know, withholding that information and, and also just the mental health information as well. It's important to disclose that. So by not saying that, these are, these are really all the forms, different forms in which you see lying by omission. 
Well, and also I see that sometimes it's the failure to correct uh, misconceptions. Yes, I would I would agree with that as well. That's another way of lying by omission in the sense that you're not stating the truth and you're holding back on the truth, even though you may be aware of the fact that what is being put out, what is being broadcast, what is being uh, put forth is is wrong or it's it's not the truth. So again, I, I think it's important to be able to come back to the honesty of within ourselves, but also to others. Let me just share with you, Barbara, and our listeners, just that, you know, what comes up in therapy for me at times is that I will hear that a partner, a mate, um, with their with their mates or their partners, they're watching certain behaviors that are really adverse to them. And so they're not saying anything about those behaviors and they're just basically taking them in and they're registering their displeasure for their actions and behaviors. And what's happening is that they're they're really building resentments inside for their partners because they're not speaking out. They're not talking about the things that are really disturbing them. So you're talking about withholding emotions or withholding information that you don't like, something in the relationship that's bothering you. Absolutely. And I think that that allows for a way of sabotaging the relationship in some ways, because you're holding on to those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions. But also, it can be a kind of a subtle form of sabotaging the relationship by way of of acting sideways, as we would talk about. You know, he's he or she or they are coming out sideways, you know, with their behaviors or their emotions. And and basically, I, I think it's a situation where they have internalized the feelings and the thoughts and the dis- dislikes, and they've decided to not speak out about them, but instead they've internalized those negative feelings and it does something to the relationship because of it. Yeah, I can see where a relationship would go go south on that, you know, where it's just, it's hard to climb back out of that and to start being honest with the other. So how, if a couple is committed to being more honest, how do they do that? Well, I think that they have to begin almost from the beginning of the relationship and they want to begin telling perhaps one or two things that they may have held on to about themselves so that they can begin to get comfortable with really sharing um, perhaps more intimate information. But I think it begins with the doing you know, be, being able to actually say some things and and realizing that, that, especially if this is a person that you profess love to and they profess their love to you, then there should be a certain amount of security and comfort in knowing that it's okay to say things to them and it should be okay to say things to them. So I, I think you know, at all costs, what I would want our listeners to avoid is is the development of resentment, because resentment is really something that really will uh, destroy the love that's in a relationship and the good feelings and the positive feelings that exist in a relationship. So don't let old stuff build up. Yes, try not to let old stuff build up by 
taking out the trash, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a saying around my uh, around my office, and it goes like this: "Let go of old rubbish, or you're going to be dragged down by it." You know, so let go or be dragged is the essence of that statement, and it talks about being able to to let go of things and to be able to uh, to avoid the development of resentments in the relationship. I know that in my life, there was one thing that I really had to work on, and it was modeled for me in my household when I was growing up, which is if I bought something, let's say clothes or new shoes, something like that, I wouldn't necessarily just come out and show my husband. I would kind of keep it in the closet for a week or two and then bring it out, almost as though that is going to make it seem like it's something I had a long time ago. It was a way of not being honest. It mm. was a way of of hiding what I was doing. Mm. Do you think, Barbara, do you think that behavioral pattern that you had developed, you, was that because when new things or things were presented, there was a, a, a negative outcome within your within your household or your family? Well, I don't really know. I mean, this was modeled from my parents. And so I just took that same model. I guess my concern was, oh, somebody's going to criticize me for buying something new or Mm. making a purchase. And we're not talking about big things. We're talking about clothing, shoes, haircuts, that kind of thing. That's interesting. Um, However, I would say that I'm glad you're over it now. Um, And I would say that how would you approach that with with your your clients or patients presenting that same scenario to you? How would you present it to them today in terms of what they should do about it? Well, I think I would say that, you know, look at old patterns and what are you afraid of? And then if you if there's really nothing to be afraid of, allow yourself to be honest about it. Just go ahead and say it and see what the reaction is. Chances are you're not going to get the reaction you think you're going to get. And that's one way to build trust. Hmm. Well, trust is obviously the key in my mind to honesty. And without trust within a relationship based on honesty, the relationship is always at risk, but but I, let me let me just share with you some some of the multiple accounts that I've heard through the years from my patients about about specifically about their mates or partners where they found that their mates were not being honest with them in terms of places that they've been to or were at, or even meeting other people, not so much to to have an affair, uh, a physical intimate affair, but but to maybe share information or to speak with with someone and they were not informing their their mates about the meetings or being at other places where they expected them to be. This is a form of dishonesty that occurs unfortunately quite frequently in relationships. And it clearly undermines the relationship uh, because again, trust and security in a relationship is based on honesty, and the value of that relationship is going to be diminished if there's not security and trust. 
So, but it's interesting that this is a form of dishonesty that a lot of people will feel they have to do within their relationship. You know, Dr. B, when I work with families, I have a, I have a way of talking about truth-telling. So truth-telling is both ways. One, it's the person who's telling the truth, and then it's also the receiver. So the receiver has to be ready to accept the truth, even if they don't like it necessarily. Hmm. And I think that's really a good way to start looking at it, is just checking on yourself. Am I able to hear something that I may not like? Hmm. You know, that's a, that's, a, that's a great point. So often, though, we are in positions where we have to say things or we need to say things to people, and we're somewhat afraid to do that or we're resistant to do it. But it really has a, a great bearing on not only our individual happiness, but in the relationship, it can have a tremendous impact on the relationship. Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to share kind of a personal uh, story about honesty, and it has to do with my being in an unhappy marriage. And I was in an unhappy marriage for sort of several months, and it was not until I could admit to myself that I was truly unhappy. And upon admitting that to myself, I had to approach my spouse at the time and say that I'm terribly unhappy in this relationship and I really don't want to continue. And so I would have to say that that act of being honest to myself and then being honest to my spouse really set me up to someday truly be happy. And so that's one of the key benefits that I want people to take away from in terms of our discussion today is that there are tremendous benefits to being honest. And so let me just kind of share with our listeners some of those benefits that I, that I have down uh, that I'm thinking of. And, you know, when you're honest, you clear your conscience. And that is a great feeling not to have the monkey on your back, the proverbial monkey on your back, waiting to to bounce on you. So, you know, when you're honest, you're seen as being very reliable and trustworthy. You know, that's a wonderful thing for people to 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 realize. When you're honest, it absolutely strengthens the relationship because it gives your partner and yourself that opportunity to face whatever it is, the adversity together. And as you face adversity together and you survive the adversity, it just makes you much stronger as a couple. And it makes the relationship that much stronger. You want to be seen as being trustworthy. I think that we all want that. We want people to be to be able to trust us. So and so the biggest thing with honesty ultimately is that it it builds this trust in the relationship and it has a tremendous impact on where the relationship and how healthy the relationship is going forward and how it stands even today. Oh, that's nice. So I'm going to give you some helpful hints for today. When you're talking to your spouse or your mate, take a deep breath before speaking and internally ask yourself if you're being honest, not just with the other person, but also with yourself. 
and internally ask yourself if you're withholding pertinent information. Are you answering or speaking with integrity? Because integrity is a big piece of this. And then always practice healthy communications. In closing the podcast today, I just want to remind our listeners of our disclaimer. The Crappy Mate podcast is designed to be a useful tool to help individuals and couples have happier and healthier relationships. This podcast is not a substitute for individual or couples therapy. And as always, relationships need to be safe. Seek professional help as needed. Thank you for listening to the Crappy Made podcast. We invite you to submit comments, questions, and our concerns about today's podcast, or give us feedback on relationship topics you'd like to hear covered. We encourage you to try our helpful hints. Give these a go, try them on, try them on for size. Remember, you can follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages under the Crappy Mate podcast. Our website is www.crappymate.com. And please be sure to subscribe. Thank you for listening.